Hello everyone and welcome to Look Down There, the show where we talk about all the things we don't talk about. I am your host, Michelle Amore, and today I am also the guest. Yes, I realized I have never told you my story and why I created Look Down There and why it's so important to me. So let me back up. When I was younger, I grew up in a house of shame, um, a house of fear, a house of anger and insecurities. So you can imagine that this bled over into how I felt about sex and how I felt about my body. First of all, what I called my vulva was China. So that seems cute enough, right? But I was really freaked out when I learned that panda bears come from China. Okay, so there's that. There's that ball of wax, right? Then one time around like eight years old or so, I had the chicken pox and I was scratching and scratching and I thought, Oh my God, I just scratched a hole in my body. This was the first time I found my vagina. <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. I screamed for my mom. I thought I had ruined myself. But I did. Just it's just a vagina, right? Okay, so fine. Leave that there. I don't think I really thought about it outside of you know knowing that uh, it felt good sometimes. Knowing that when I used the bathtub faucet, that amazing things would happen. I didn't really understand what was going on. But you know, we all hit that age, 12, 13, 14, we become really self-aware, right? Now, the only kind of porn I had access to at that age were my health books. So I would look at these diagrams that, you know, they, they weren't sexual, they weren't um, sensual, you know, they're just like cartoonish kind of, you know? Um, and so I never really thought like, well, what does an actual vulva look like? Right. And I did look at my own. I grabbed a mirror. I looked down there. Um, and I, I wasn't impressed, but I, I wasn't disgusted either. It was just kind of like, okay, you know, I didn't get it. Um, it wasn't for me to get right? As far as I was concerned, I was made for others. I was made for others' pleasure. I did not understand the power that I possessed and the pleasure that I could experience. So fast forward a few more years. I am dating someone, long-term relationship around 18, 19 years old. And his parents had Playboy. 
So one day when no one was home, I would look at their Playboy. And this was the first time that I had ever seen a naked woman in that position. You know, it, when you are naked as a woman, you still possess a lot of vulnerability. You still possess a lot of magic and mystery because even though we're naked, you still can't really see us, right? We're not spread eagle, right? You, you really got to get in there in order to um, see what an actual naked vulva owner looks like, right? So this was the first time I had seen anything. And it's pretty late in life, right? You know, like I said, I grew up in a really conservative, born-again Christian, evangelical home. So self-exploration was not really encouraged. So when I saw this for the first time, I went and I looked at myself and I was disgusted. I was upset. I didn't look like those girls. I wasn't neat and tidy and packed in. I was out there. My lips are out there. I like to say I have lips that will kiss you back, right? So I put it away. I really did not um, try to experience my own pleasure, self-pleasure, um, in any kind of real way until I was firmly planted in adulthood. You know, maybe late 20s, 30s, right? And even when I was doing that, I experienced shame. I was still carrying this shame that I grew up in. And it's taken so long to remove this shame. I am a burlesque performer. I do take off my clothes for a living, right? But I always had this piece of me that I just was not comfortable with. And it wasn't until really a few years ago where I began to grow a love for myself, a new love for myself, an acceptance of my body and what it looked like, but also what it could do for me. I became excited about my own pleasure. That it wasn't just about the pleasure that I could give to someone else, but it was about the pleasure that I could give to myself guilt-free, guilt-free pleasure. So I've done so much work in this area and, and working to become what I like to call pussy confident, which is owning yourself completely, which is acknowledging the divine power and ancient power that is within me. And when you think about that kind of power, you might think it's scary, right? It's scary to think about that kind of power that is within you. 
but I accepted that power. I moved into acceptance of that power, which is a brave act for anyone to do. So here I am about last year and I noticed looking at myself that I had a spot on my vulva and it wasn't a good spot. It wasn't a cute little freckle. It was, there was something wrong. So I began my journey, you know, finding the doctors going in. I had four different appointments with different people and the level of care was horrible. It was horrible. These people would come in, they wouldn't ask me how I was doing. They wouldn't ask me if I had any other symptoms. They didn't ask me if it hurt. It was just like, get on the table, spread them, let's go. And I remember have done all this work to be comfortable with my body. And in doing this and having this experience, I couldn't stop thinking about other women, other vulva owners who do not feel this comfortable and how horrible this was. So finally I had to go in they sent me to a cancer center and I had to get a biopsy and my experience with this doctor was one of the worst experiences I've had within the medical field. She walked in, said very loudly with the door still open, oh, you need a biopsy on your bottom? Bottom? Then a guy walked in, the resident uh, doctor, um, you know, student program, right? Doing his residency. She doesn't acknowledge it. She doesn't ask me if it's okay. And she says again, oh, you need a biopsy on your bottom. And I looked at her. I said, it's my labia. And also I don't want him here. Again, I was thinking about other women in this position who wouldn't feel comfortable saying what they wanted. They didn't feel comfortable saying what they're not comfortable with, right? The power dynamics within the medical profession are skewed, right? You think the doctor has all the power, and so you shrink back and you say nothing, even though inside you're probably screaming, wanting something to be different because you know something should be different, right? So whatever, she does the biopsy, fine. I leave that experience, I get in my car and I rage. I rage. I am yelling. I am screaming. I am crying. I am on the phone. Um, I'm not driving yet. I'm just sitting in the parking lot, just getting it all out. And I'm probably doing that 
for about 20 minutes. My anger stemming from how I was treated, but also the bigger anger that I felt is that there are other people out there who should not be treated this way, who should know what is going on with their bodies, who don't have the confidence to say something. So I am a person that likes to create out of anger. It's not that I can't create any other way. It just so happens that when I get angry about something, I usually end up creating something to solve this problem. I like to use uh, productive anger, okay? So, fine. I get all my screaming and yelling and crying out and calm down and I drive home. And by the time I got home, the idea of look down there was born. My goal was to get people to grab a mirror and look down there. My mission became decreasing shame and increasing self-love. Loving yourself fully and truly is so essential to accepting love. You cannot fully accept love if you don't fully love yourself and all of yourself, right? So look down there was born. The idea was rolling. I was excited, right? But also tempered by some nerves because I still had to get results back, right? So finally, I got the results back. I went back in to see that horrible doctor and I didn't think it was healing okay. And I wanted her to look at me, check me out. The results were negative, which is wonderful, but I wanted her to make sure that I was healing okay. And she said, well, if it's that important to you, I guess I will. She was so willing to write off how I felt about my own vulva. Like, I'm sorry, if this was my finger or my elbow, um, my face, I don't think that we would be brushing this off so easily, right? So fine, I have her look at me, things are going fine. And I ask, you know, is there anything I can do anything I can do to like help prevent this or heal this or take care of it. Now keep in mind that I've already come up with the idea of look down there. I'm already moving and excited about it. She said to me, stop looking at your bottom so much. Now here I am feet in stirrups, right? Paper, covering me, my modesty paper, you know how it is. And I hear this, stop looking at yourself so much. And I lift my head up and I look at her between my feet and I said, no, 
It is so important to look at yourself. Otherwise, how do you know what's going on? Again, I went home with a new kind of rage and a new kind of anger because I couldn't believe I was actually being told not to look at myself. So my mission, again, is to spread the word. We are so concerned about how we look compared to others. Are we normal? That's the biggest question, right? Is my vulva normal? But the question we should be asking is, is this normal for my vulva? We should know what our bodies look like. Not only will it help prevent medical issues, but it will also help us to love ourselves. What we possess is so powerful and so pleasurable. And it saddens me to know that there are grown adults who have never taken the time to get to know their body and get to know their vulva. And so in this show, I do want to talk about all the things that we don't talk about. And all the guests that I have on are here because they are with me. They want to spread this news. They have gone through this themselves. They have come out the other side confident, or should I say pussy confident? Now it's time to spread your legs and spread the love. Like us, love us, share us, subscribe, follow, all the things. You can follow us on Instagram at ilookdownthere or visit lookdownthere.com. And you can also follow me at Michelle Amore or go to michellemore.com. And more importantly, I want you to grab a mirror and look down there.